0: American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three. Gonna go out of here as the big eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two on the block comes your way here from 1040 O Street, northwest corner of 11th and i I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickland. We are with you for the next hour and change here because we're setting the table for Thirsty Thursday and also Old School, mostly Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. But as much as we love Thirsty Thursday, I'm sipping today.
2: You should be. Yeah. You've been I'm working hard,
1: putting the work in on those calls for Husker basketball. Yeah. You earned I, it.
2: I didn't. I didn't. I. I actually I went home. And um, I, I did have me a glass, and I actually slept like a baby last night. I didn't go to the my la- slept my normal like a, a, a Glenn Big Baby Davis. man. Oh, <laughs> we'll get into that later. Talk about <laughs> that. Um, I, I actually went home, and I'm watching this show. It just happened to be on Netflix, and it's called The Slasher or something like that. And I just kind of fell into a zone, trying to figure this out in my head: who the slasher is, why is he doing what he's doing, so forth and so on. I'm in the second season of it. So, yeah, uh, I, tonight is going to be just a good old night. Kevin Meyer is always fun to come in here. Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Like, what is he going to bring us today?
1: I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. Yeah. I know
2: I know what Charles is bringing tomorrow, though. I sure do. And I will be all for it. I'm looking this time. Look, last time they had the catfish, the catfish uh, nuggets, mm-hmm. and, and they were gone before Very I could quickly. even tap in. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting that happen this time i'm being very you gotta be first in line i'm corralling mm-hmm. I'm, I'm setting screens i'm corralling i'm hounding uh the offensive players which is y'all going for the catfish I'm, <laughs> Even I'm, me. I'm, I'm, I'm i'm putting my best defensive effort out during this game to make sure the catfish nuggets do not leave the building without me having some of them
1: they're they're not leaving the the container without stricky tapping it in. yeah so it's, it's no way.
2: hope them yams come too Ooh. Ooh.
1: again Boy. mary ellen's food for the soul at 27th and Pine Lake here in Lincoln. But tomorrow they will be here with us, again, northwest corner of 11th and O, from 11 to 1. So stop by, uh, get yourself a big heap and plate of Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. And hey, say hi to Stricky and Austin too. We love the people. We love the Blockheads. We'd love to meet you. Uh, See you again if you've met us before. So again, come down tomorrow from 11 to 1. That's before our show. We got time to kick it and chill with y'all out there. 402-464-5685 402-464-5685 is the number if you want to get into the show, either on the Honda of Lingen hotline, or we go to the sarder Heyman text line to give away the stricken. We do have a winner uh, who answered the question uh, correctly, texter number four. The question was, how many games under five hundred did the Oakland Athletics finish last season? Stricky, you guessed how many games? Uh, 35. Almost double it. 62 games under five hundred. For the mm. Oakland Athletics last year, they go fifty and one hundred and twelve.
2: That's like every time you walk into a stadium, you take a minimum of two to three L's mm-hmm. every
1: time. Every time,
2: and get back on the plane and mm-hmm. just soak to the next destination. I that listen, it's no fun, and I can honestly say when I one of the most miserable seasons of my time was playing in Vancouver when it was like every time we hit the road, it was just a matter of how much are we going to lose by. Mm. Yeah. It's not, it's not fun when you have to deal with that. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. The, sorry. Got got lost in the, the text line here. Elisa's dad, you are the winner. Stop by the station in the next 30 days to pick up your $30 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Text line, don't worry. We want your involvement here over the next hour as well. We're talking Huskers and we're talking... Wisconsin. Strick. we led into this discussion a little bit at the top of the hour, but both Nebraska and Wisconsin sit at five and five right now. Wisconsin, you were out on before the year. You said, hey, why are we crowning them Kings of the West? New coach, big stylistic adjustments, Mm and here Wisconsin is stuck in the middle with everyone else. Take your victory lap. What did you see? Are you seeing it now?
2: Well, one, I I knew how difficult it would be. Uh, Two, you know, you have some high-level recruits that probably made a vacate in, and then I, I wasn't very high on Mordecai anyway. Mm. So when I looked at those, I, I you know I know the hardest thing to do is to hit in the quarterback market. When you don't hit in the quarterback market and you miss in college football, it, it, it's a it's truly a detriment to your team. Mm -hmm. like no one actually said that dj was a was a miss for clemson it's just that maybe this the situation and the fit wasn't for him right you know what i mean so sometimes it's not even that the quarterback is not good it's just the fact that maybe the situation or the the working with the oc or you know the scheme is not a fit but when you miss, and I don't think, I didn't never think quarter, uh, Mordecai was a guy, you know, especially with the types of quarterbacks he's had, Luke Fickle's had in his his career, you know, mm-hmm. especially when he was at Cincinnati, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I felt the way I felt.
1: And that was just the stuff we could see from the outside. What you we know. didn't see coming was an injury to Ches Malusi, the second string running back who got hurt very early on in the year. So he, he's out. Jalen Berger had transferred out to Michigan State previously. And then Braylon Allen gets hurt. Yeah. He's dealing with a left lower leg injury. Hasn't really been specified what it is. We know what he can do. He's put up numbers on yeah, Nebraska he's in definitely the past. Us. Yeah. Matt Rule was impressed with his size. said he's a good young young man as well. But between the injuries, between all the turnover, um, even the defense has been good. It's been a top thirty defense. But Wisconsin used to be in top ten, top five. Jim Leonard not being around, I think, has hurt this team. I do wonder too, Strike. We talk about the human element all the time. I'm sure plenty of guys are bought in excited about this new coaching staff. It's just an issue of getting that chemistry with the schemes and getting it to buy in to you know actually working out the field. But I wonder how many guys are still skeptical.
2: Yeah. Of yeah.
1: man, I loved playing for Coach Jim Leonard. Oh yeah. He was really good at what he did. He connected with me. He put us in good spots. They're just not vibing with the new defensive coordinator. It's a different scheme than they were recruited to. I wonder how much of those lingering emotions there still are in this locker room.
2: Yeah, great great question. and It's one that we won't really have the answer to, but we will be able to observe who wants it more during this game. I mean, this is really a game, a testament of wills. Mm-hmm. Who's going to want it more when it comes down to... And and when I say want it more, it's not necessarily about just the heart aspect of going out. and But it's about the execution of the... How much are you willing to study film? How much are you willing to understand the game plan how much do you know that if you see formation shifts or if you see uh, any type of defensive package that pops up that you can recognize it on the drop of a dime adjust in your mind what is going to be open or what's going to develop in this situation mm-hmm. or where is this blitz coming from or where is the you know is it a mic, is it an end is it a corner what you know and you're able to pick that up so even if you're running uh, an RPO or you're running some form of, of 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 an option or whatever the case may be, you know where it's going to be. You know where it's going to develop. You know where it's going to happen. And we're going to see. This game is going to tell it. It's going to tell it. It's going to because because this is where they both are.
1: With a lot of those preseason prognostications saying Wisconsin was going to be a factor in the Big Ten West, they still are because everyone is at this point. But Wisconsin definitely didn't run away with the West. Um, OG Les Lancaster brings this up. It's a significant step back for Wisconsin, fighting for that 23rd straight bowl appearance like you noted last hour. And most of those bowls have been with no fewer than eight wins. A lot of them with nine, some with 10, even an 11 here and there sprinkled in for Wisconsin um, in the not-too-recent past. I wonder just how big a step back Wisconsin fans were prepared for and how they feel. If you told Wisconsin they would still be you know, looking for bowl eligibility in games 11 and potentially 12, I don't know how many fans would be happy with that. You lose a game to Washington State, who might be better than we thought they were going to be at the start of the year. Okay, that happens. They beat you last year. Maybe they just have your number. Maybe they figured you out. But, Strick, you lose back-to-back games to Indiana in Northwestern. Yeah, It's one thing if that was to start conference play, but you're in the middle of conference play and you're losing to Indiana and Northwestern. Not in good way, too. Not in good ways. And you heard the post-game comments Mm. from the players and Luke Fickle. There's some real soul-searching going on for Wisconsin right now.
2: Yep, and that's exactly one of the things that Evan Bland, if you missed it, you can go on and check out uh, the podcast on all podcasting platforms uh, on the block, two to four. Uh, You can check that out. But that's what he said. He said there's some soul-searching. And when you're in soul-searching mode... um, there's either there's either bounce back or there's, you know, uh fall into the hole deeper. Right? Mm-hmm. Nebraska has to put them and in fall into the hole deeper. I mean, it's no different in the basketball side of things that don't play down to your competition. Freaking beat the brakes off of them. Go sit down, rest, heal, whatever you need to do. But one of the things that we do know is we also know that we don't know, as William uh, Durazo says, you know, do we have a quarterback? We, we do have a quarterback. We just don't know which quarterback is going to start this game. It's, it's probably not, we're not going to probably know until game day. You know, that's kind of where they are right now. We don't know mm-hmm. who it's going to be. They probably have a little bit more insight as to who they're looking at it being, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things about that. But um, he says Wisconsin is going to run. On us the way that we should be running it, um, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I I will say this, Austin. I want you to answer too. I still believe that on the OC side of things, there has to be a lot of misdirections. We don't run enough misdirection stuff. Everything is straight line. We don't even run great counters. No. On I mean, like if you're going to line up in the I formation, if you're going to go with big two tight ends, uh, you know, couple receivers an X and a Y. And you're, you're, you're basically, oh, no, I'm sorry, a Z and an X and um, a Z and a Y. I think the X is a tight end. Um, you go with that, and you freaking go straight line to the, to the strong side or to the weak side or whatever, to the boundary side. Mm-hmm. Why not run counters? Poor go. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would
1: suddenly stop.
2: Arts Nebraska has had great success when they do that, or they wham block where they kind of take a tight end and motion a little bit, and mm-hmm. they block down, and then all of a sudden there's a kick out from the top. They've had great success with that stuff, and we don't see enough of it. And 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 I have to agree with him on that. I, I think we need to run it, but I think we need to show them linebackers a little something different with their eyes, so that mm-hmm. they're just not downhill on us, even from the safety perspective. Absolutely the the line for
1: Nebraska isn't beefy enough, isn't explosive enough to just run straight at people. It's a pretty athletic line, though. You have some guys that can move. So, yes, there are more moving parts when you're, you're pulling some of those blocks that you're talking about, but it might almost play to these guys' strength. It seems like they can handle it mentally. I think we've had fewer whiffs from Nebraska's offensive line over the last month and a half or two, especially with a young group, this current group that hasn't played many snaps together at all, for a position group that needs continuity typically to thrive. So you can do creative things with the blocking while still making it simple for your running backs. Anthony Grant has probably played his way out of favor. He's probably the backup right now. Emmett Johnson's young, right? Yeah. He's the starting running back, I presume, moving forward. What is he comfortable with? What can he do? He's okay between the tackles, but at 5'11", 190, he's not going to hold up to that very long.
2: Yeah, Even I actually like the way Fleeks ran.
1: Fleeks was solid. I like the way he ran. He's a little little sturdier, a little thicker, Mm -hmm. but I still think best used on the edge. That's where I think Nebraska's advantage can be. You can keep it simple without just going dive, 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 dive. You can get creative with how you run between the tackles to open up a wider lane so you don't get hit behind the line of scrimmage. You can use your speed advantage on linebackers, on, on option routes, or just on swing passes, which we saw more of for Nebraska against Maryland, but that wasn't the team to do it against, I don't think, mm-hmm. because Maryland's fast. I don't think Wisconsin's as fast as Nebraska. Wisconsin's defense, I don't think, is as fast as Nebraska's running backs can be. There are ways to be simple yet creative.
2: No, no doubt, and that's all I'm. I'm, I'm just saying that's what I'm saying. It's it's very bland. There's no creativity. Um, we saw that they took advantage on a couple of instances of the linebackers on angle routes or option routes out of the backfield, and and had some success you just don't see enough of it. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that Nebraska with the quarterback situation that they have and I'm going to keep I'm going to keep watching for this and 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 pushing with this with this this discussion Austin. And it's this. Look for the matchups. If that's with the tight end, if that's with the receivers, if that's with the slot, if the, find out throughout this with their with their their defensive lineup scheme where there's 4-3, 3, three 3-4, whatever their scheme is, find out on any given situation where the the mass matchup is, even if you have to look to the freaking side and get them to help you mm-hmm. and freaking go after that. I'm saying with a two-route combination between the matchups that you look at favorable, even if you have to motion it to the other side to get it, mm-hmm. do that, and that gives a limited perspective with those guys because then you're one route, two route, or running back, route, run, or running back, try to run, throw it out of bounds, but limit their options because I don't think they can read more than two options right now out of the quarterback position. Sometimes they can't read more than zero options, yeah. which is part
1: of the problem, but there's got to be more in there than what we've, we've seen on a consistent basis. I do wonder, Strick, if some of the reason we don't see more motion from Nebraska is because they do so much huddling and they don't break the huddle with a lot of time. The, yes, the point of the huddle is to get make sure everyone's on the same page, to keep your play call away, You know, keep them guessing a little bit longer. But at the same time, what if you, you still huddle, you sprint out to your position, you get lined up, you get ready, and then you, you read those cues. You take advantage, then you send that guy in motion. I think that's something to watch. So, William, I think we're with you on Nebraska needs to, to run it more. I'm going to push back on your next Comment. He says, double up on option runs from the I. get a freaking fullback going too. Nebraska has not been good out of the eye formation. Yeah, The occasional option hit in the two long passes are all they've had. When Nebraska tries to run it traditionally out of the eye formation, it doesn't go well. I expected more out of Janarin Bonner this year. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot from him. Barrett Liebentritt is okay. He hasn't moved the needle for me. So mm-hmm. I think Nebraska can get more done with more tight ends or by spreading the field out and giving space for running backs. You know, block on the perimeter and run toward your, your blocking wide receivers. Use your tight ends here or there. But, Strick, you mentioned quarterback, and Rob on the YouTube stream comments as well. Would it be a bigger story if Sims led us to a victory or if Chubba Purdy led us to a victory?
2: Probably the bigger story would be... <laughs> it would be crazy. would probably be Sims, just from everything that we've seen thus far. There's, there's nothing... That we've seen out of uh, Jeff Sims at this point, that would give you any inkling in your mind to think that he would be able to 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 do it at the right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Sims would be a redemption story. Trevor Purdy yes, would be an underdog story. Yes, so there there's two stories to be had there. But I think think the bigger one, the bigger one to me would be the Sims.
1: I think but, I tend to agree. We still don't know who the starter is. Like you said, it's going to be a game time decision. I said Sims earlier in the week, reading between the lines. I'm thinking it leans Chubba Purdy now. So I'm going to say Chubba Purdy starts for them at Camp Randall. Would not be shocked if Jeff, Jeff Sims plays some snaps, but you don't want it to be because of injury, right? You, you want Chubba Purdy to take the reins, you know? But, Strick, this is where I think this is important to mention, too. chuba Purdy will have had two starts in his Nebraska career. The first one Ugh. at the big house against Michigan. It was ugly. And the second one, a night game at Camp Randall.
2: Woof. Yeah, it, it, it's it's potential to be. Uh, to me, I still just feel that he's a little antsy. He has just like ants in his pants. Do you, you think know. that's
1: why he checked out of that run to throw it on first down and goal?
2: <sighs> it's possible. It's possible. I just think he's got some just quirkiness of uncertainty in his decision making and. Um, I thought he was coming out of it, you know, in this last game, and then all of a sudden we fall back into it. But I just – I think Jeff throws a good ball, way better than Harburg. But I just uh, – his decision-making is Sometimes just, he throws it oof. to
1: Nebraska guys. Other times oof. he throws it to opponents.
2: Yeah. So I'm just hoping that they bank it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be honest. With Cooper DeGene out um, – that hurts that that defensive side of things
1: and special team side of things and
2: special team side of things. You, I think you don't want to risk having to put that type of pressure on you.
1: One game, do or die. Yeah,
2: yeah. And bank this one now. Then make it special by going seven and five if you can win that Iowa game. But don't let this one get away, man. You know you you didn't let you didn't let you. To be honest, you've let four games. Lee easy get away for mm-hmm. because if you just got down there, you're in the red zone. Is more times you even if you just kicked field goals, you win that game by six points.
1: Minnesota, Michigan State, Maryland, mm-hmm. every single one of them.
2: Let, you, let it, you let it get away, and so.
1: Colorado spiraled.
2: Yeah, yeah, just at, at, after the second quarter, it just ugh. late second quarter it just went ugh, mm-hmm. downhill.
1: Yep. I, I'm glad you brought up the Cooper Jean injury for Iowa. We'll talk more about that tomorrow as we look at the, the, the grand landscape. But it's important to note that with a win over Illinois, Iowa wraps up the West. So other teams are still in the running for now. Iowa needs a win to get the division in hand. A couple things before we go to break, Strick. Knock Collins wants to circle back to the offensive line conversation. He says, hold up. Is it plausible that uh, Donovan Raiola is still here because he can coach and not because we were trying to get his nephew? I think Donovan Raiola has done a solid job.
0: I think he was learning on the
1: job last year. First time, you know, full-time college position coach. But he's in the NFL for a reason. Has the bloodlines. Played in college himself. Some of the same guys, not all the same guys as last year. Donovan Raiola, I think, is proving he wasn't the full problem last year. And I think he's done a pretty good job.
2: Yeah, especially even with a lot of the shuffling. I think one of the good center pieces that we found is also an important part of what's going on on that line is is Ben Scott. Mm-hmm. I think I think just getting them into, you know, any types of shifts now you can get them into the right coverage the right shifts if somebody whiffs that ain't got anything to it. <laughs> no. But I still think there're some in in some instances in the right place. I just saw like I said I just saw pulling guards pull to air. You know like <laughs> right. you, you know you got to know based on the setup Okay, if I pull here, if he doesn't blitz, I need to get upfield and find that second that second level guy, or if if somebody's in the way, I still need to get up because probably it's going to be a cutback if it bounces out. They've got leverage on it. I mean, I don't. I'm not even a lineman, but I can I can process through that in my mm-hmm. mind, right? You know what I mean. So I, I think they've gotten better. I'll just say they've gotten better. It's not perfect. I still think they need a couple of you know recruits Mm -hmm. that they're looking at with some dog in them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that'll, that'll help it out on the line.
1: Before the year, if someone told you that Nebraska would have five wins entering November, what would your reaction be?
2: Uh, I, I I, I said six and I said six and six worst five and seven. Um, The way I got there was, you know, just, I thought it was going to happen early i wouldn't have wouldn't have thought they'd have a chance to go seven and five right now. I thought best probably six and six. I thought that mm-hmm. would be the goal mm-hmm. to get to. just didn't know if they could they could pull it off, but watching them early on is just disappointing because they they gave it away. It's not even that you you know you you got your head beat in, you gave it away, right, so four times, yeah, like you said.
1: Text line, comment section, you guys are on fire. Let us know the answer to this question. How do you feel about Nebraska's culture right now? If Wisconsin is still searching for it, trying to find it, trying to band together, how do you feel about where Nebraska's at on that cultural kind of level through 10 games of the Matt Rule era? Let us know, 402-464-5685, or on the the YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter streams brought to you by Sardar Heyman. We'll step aside when we get back some breaking news out of Michigan. What's going on with the Wolverines this time? And then we'll turn our attention out West to the pack Two. Oregon state and Washington state win their challenge, but what does it mean? What does the future hold for those two teams? Potentially we will get into that and more as we continue here during on the block.
0: Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app.